you're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. A couple episodes ago, we talked about a mountaintop experience and also living in the valley. Right. Which was pretty interesting because what we discovered just in talking about that was there's actually a lot of life in the valley, even though you have the hard times. There's uh, there's still life there, just like there's on the mountaintop. Absolutely. But um, if you recall, coming off of a mountaintop experience can be uh, kind of difficult, right? Because you just experienced this mm. this incredible flood of emotions of uh, you, we call it a spiritual high, where you're just on top of the world yeah. and you feel like you can conquer anything, and then you come back down into the valley. Well, I mean, when you think about the literal aspect of it, you climb a mountain. When you get to the top, it's like, it's incredible. You come back down. I mean, you probably have a pep in your step. You get down and you tell everybody about how amazing it was up there. Yeah. Like That's the first thing you're going to do is to be like, look at these pictures. I got to tell you how cool it was. And then you get down, go through all that. And then you kind of hit the mundane okay, this is my view now. I'm yeah. off of that mountaintop. Eventually, time goes by, and then you're not telling people about the story as much as you were. Like, when you first came back, you're telling everybody, hey, I just climbed this mountain, and, and this just happened. Or you start a podcast like us. And <laughs> yeah, tell everybody. Talk about it. <laughs> Let's just talk about it so we don't forget. Yeah, and that's... Um, so what, what we think about now with that is imagine how... Um, the people felt when Jesus was born. Mm. And what what verses were, were you looking at? Yes, I was reading in Luke chapter 2 and starting at verse 15. Um, a little bit of the backstory, though, is when the shepherds were out in the field and the angel appeared to them and then the heavenly host. And it was just this incredible scene that they experienced. And picking up at verse 15, it says, And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even into Bethlehem, and see the thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe laying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told to them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at these things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. So I really want to just tune into the last verse being verse 20. It says, And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Amen. So here are these shepherds. They're out watching their sheep, doing their job, their mundane life. And out of nowhere, this miracle appears of these angels, this amazing God moment, we would say. Yeah. Quite literally. That's it. it. (laughs) You know, Jesus Christ is born this day. They take off with haste and they go and see Jesus. And he had, you know, just been born. He's laying in a manger. And... They went out and they told everybody about it. I mean, they were up on this mountain. They came flying down with haste (laughs) and they went and they told everyone about it. But then they had to go back to the field. Yeah. After it was all said and done and they had, you know, the, the shock of the moment and the excitement of it all, they still had to return to their field, their everyday 
this is my view in the valley. This is the plain view out here in the field. But what did they do? The, the physical application of what they did was they returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. They did. That's right. And the, the show The Chosen... The show The Chosen actually does a really good job of depicting that. If you remember that episode mm. when the shepherds see the angel, they don't show the angel, they just show the glorious light. Right. And then they take off running and they're running through the town. And I remember what he, what he said. He's like, people must know. Yeah. And, and Joseph was like, people must know. All right, we got to tell people. So they're so excited. They got to tell people. But then we were talking afterwards, like, the, the Messiah is here. This, this Jesus fulfills all the prophecies that they knew and that they had been studying. And this is it. He fulfills the prophecy. He's the Messiah. Yeah. But he's still an infant. Now so, we wait. And now we wait. It's like he's here. <laughs> what do we do now? We wait. He's got to potty train first. He's got to potty <laughs> you know? train. He's, he's got to finish doing everything a baby does. Exactly. So imagine that for a valley. You know, Absolutely. it's, you know, it's just having to wait so long to then see oh, how's this going to happen. And then you hear about. <laughs> this baby over here. And then you hear about Herod saying that he you know is going to issue an order to kill all the children under two in an effort to destroy the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And then what happens to your hope? Well. Well, that's that then, you know, how's he going to escape that? So just so much time that they had to wait for to hope, but yet hold on to that joy. That promise of, yeah, this is what God ordained. This is what's going to happen. We know the angel came to us and told us. So another example is when um, Jesus was resurrected from the dead. And, you know, who were the first people to... uh, to find out, but um, Mary Magdalene, and w- I will read here, and this is uh, Mark 16, and this is when um, they came to the stone. They were going to uh, bring spices to anoint him, and it says, uh, very early on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb where the sun had risen, and they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? Looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled away, although it was extremely large. Entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right, wearing a white robe, and they were amazed. And he said to them, Do not be amazed. (laughs) You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who has been crucified. He has risen. He is not here. Behold, here is the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, He is going ahead of you to Galilee, There you will see him, just as he told you. They went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had gripped them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. So there's their (laughs) response. So you have these shepherds. (laughs) I mean, I I get that one. Being terrified. I mean, it's nothing like you've seen before or expected. Absolutely. And you got to remember, culturally speaking, these are women. And and that was a big deal in of itself that Jesus appeared to women first because they they were not regarded right. high in society and so for them it was terrifying to even think about what are people going to think 
you know, me being a woman, having seen this and then go out and tell people who's going to believe me, they're going to make me out to be an outcast. What will they do to me? You know, so that's I can understand their, how they're terrified. But we know that they do go. They do tell. And eventually they're given the Great Commission, specifically told to go and tell and proclaim that Jesus Christ is, is here. He's risen. And the gospel, right? So, you know, though, one one thing I want to point out, what we see reading the story is the mountaintop. Mm-hmm. They should have seen it as a mountaintop, but they were actually in a really deep valley at the time because they had just mm-hmm. lost Jesus. So they were in a completely different perspective than we see reading it. Yeah. They're coming into this. They're not running down a mountaintop, like, true, you know, excited about it because they're in the grief state of this valley, but they don't realize they're actually at the mountaintop anyway. It's true. You're right. They, they were in a really deep valley thinking they had just lost him. They were going to anoint his body and honor his, uh, his death, but he had risen. Exactly. Um, so I think the, the message of the story from all of this is we've all experienced, we, we go through ups and downs. We experience God in amazing ways. We see him at work how do we ride that excitement out? How do we maintain, even though we come out the mountain into the valley, how do we keep the excitement in the valley so we don't become discouraged, don't lose the zeal that we have? Yeah. I mean, we do exactly what the shepherds did. You return to your position. You return to your everyday life, your field, and you praise God. You tell people about it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for us to uh, journal, document, you know, the ways that God sees that that he comes through for us, but to share it. I mean, when God does something, don't be shy about it. Tell your coworkers, even if they're not believers or their neighbors, people, your family members, um, when they see that joy in you. And they're always hearing from you that God's doing something in your life. You know, that's part of what people see. And they go, man. I want that. I'm, yeah. I'm not experiencing God in that way. Yeah, your testimony is your loudest sermon, they say. Yeah. So go tell it on the mountain. And the valley. That Jesus Christ is risen. Is born. Is born. And risen. And risen. Indeed. Indeed.